Coming up on today's Locked On Senators, Ottawa has hired its Jacques of all trades. And they're coming off a 6-2 victory over the New York Rangers, so we'll bask in the glory of that dub. Still awaiting an update on Thomas Shabbat, but plenty to discuss. This is the Locked On Senators podcast. It's your team every day. Your Locked On Senators, your daily podcast on the Ottawa Senators. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. I'm Jake Sanderson, and you're listening to Locked On Senators Podcast. I'm Tim Stützle, and you're listening to the Locked On Senators Podcast. Welcome inside episode 932 of the Locked On Senators Podcast. I'm Ross Levitan in the heart of enemy territory in downtown Toronto. Alongside Brandon Pillar up in the Blue Mountains, you can follow the show on social media. We're at Send Central on Twitter, LockedOn.Senators on Instagram. The show is free and available on all podcast platforms, including on YouTube where a like, comment, and subscription go a long way to helping the show grow. Today's episode is brought to you by GameTime. Download the GameTime app, create an account, and use code LOCKEDONNHL, and you'll get $20 off your first ticket purchase. Today is Wednesday, December 6th, and Pilsy, Jacques Martin is officially back with the organization as senior advisor to the coaching staff. Your thoughts on what is a bit of a surprise move? Yeah, it's great to bring back the old gang, right? Alfie's brought back here. Now Jacques Martin is here. And for a lot of fans, there's a lot of fans on the side of Fire DJ. This team has to have a major shakeup in the coaching staff. Otherwise, they're going to be stuck here. Whatever your opinion might be, at least, Ross, this is something that will appease that crowd and shows that Steve Steos, steady Stevie Steos, is not just sitting on his hands hanging out. He's actually trying to get the pieces going here. And I think uh, at least I'll, I'll speak for myself, Ross, but this is a great move, right? Like you you don't want to totally blow the whole thing up uh, as Steos wants to keep stability here. So why not add an additional resource, someone that's familiar with the Ottawa Senators fans, the, um, the area is familiar with him. He's from close by. So I really do think that this was a nice move to bring some help in for the coaching staff while not completely blowing it up or having massive change. Now, Jacques Martin got his first NHL head coaching job in 1986 as a 34-year-old with the St. Louis Blues. Had two seasons there, had, what, six seasons off before being hired by Ottawa, and it was at a time where the Senators were awful. He came in for Dave Allison, who is by far the worst head coach in Ottawa Senators history. Dave Allison coached 25 games with Ottawa and had two wins. So Jacques Martin came in when this team, this organization, was at rock bottom in 1995-96. What does he do? He turns the ship around, and in the very next season, the team makes the playoffs for the first time. And then under Jacques Martin, the team never missed the playoffs again. Now, say what you want about the Battle of Ontario. They didn't go their way in Game 7s in the the playoffs, but this guy never missed the playoffs outside of the midseason replacement year as Senators head coach. He's the winningest head coach in franchise history. He's the most tenured head coach in franchise history. And he's also 
got a ton of experience since. This isn't a situation where it's like the opening scene from Mighty Ducks where, you know, Adam Banks is going to get all his players and like they're working at the mall. Uh, he had some pretty good jobs afterwards. He was running the defense for the Pittsburgh Penguins for their two Stanley Cups. So he's got two Stanley Cups with the Penguins. Of course, you wish one of them wasn't the case because 2017. Yes. Uh, I'll, I'll, I'll bleep that out, that word. We don't say that K word here on the show. But uh, no, Jacques Martin, certainly a ton of experience. He hasn't been on an NHL bench in two years. He was last with the New York Rangers during the COVID uh, year. But man, just a, a great resource for DJ Smith. And it almost feels like they're going to be a perfect yin-yang, like those D partners that we talk about, where DJ Smith is going to bring the enthusiasm, the exuberance, the way to relate to the younger players, where Jacques Martin, definition of an X's and O's coach, a strategist, a defensive-minded coach, and a guy who said in his availability, I should mention we just finished watching the press conference, Steve Steos, DJ Smith, and Jacques Martin all spoke. But it was mostly this quote from Jacques Martin that got me fired up. And I want to toss it over to you for anything else that you heard. 90% of the game and being successful happens away from the puck. And that's where the Senators need the most help. Yeah, big time. Uh, and they did mention that DJ wasn't able to speak. He was still uh, working on practice. So we'll get to hear from him later. So, uh... or, or he, a couple lozenges. Maybe it was a screamer this morning. Yeah, maybe we'll have Jack Capuano uh, step in here. But yeah, that's the thing. Like Jacques Martin has so much experience. And Ross, just in between his time with St. Louis and Ottawa, he was actually the assistant coach with the Blackhawks and the Quebec Nordiques and even the Colorado Avalanche for a little while. So this guy's been going steady uh, in the NHL and in the hockey world since even you can go back to his days in the CJHL in 82-83. So this is someone that brings just a wealth of experience and like like everyone says he's a detail oriented guy and I think that's where at least I kind of struggle looking at DJ and being like it doesn't seem like he's an X's and O's guy so having Jacques, uh, Jacques Martin in this coaching staff as an advisor Steve Steo said he's not going to be on the bench I mean which is kind of what I expected Ross he's 71 years old so like this is probably a position that's catered to uh, Jacques the way he wants, and he's going to be up in the booth. But Steve Steos did clarify that it's a full-time thing. Like, he's not just going to be popping in once in a while, once a week, once a month. Like, he's going to be around full-time. So I think this is a move that is going to help the Ottawa Senators. And at the very least, Ross, it's at least showing that they're not comfortable with just sitting the way this season is going. They are trying to improve this team. Where's Perry Pern? Where's to get the whole band back together? Perry Pern was a longtime assistant under Jacques Martin back in the day. Ro obviously, rest in peace. But Roger Nielsen was also an assistant under Jacques Martin. Like his his coaching tree is really solid, and I'm oh, yeah. excited to see. He's actually the last Senators head coach to get another head coaching job yes. after being let go. <laughs> From the Ottawa Senators. He was hired, uh, I think, first by Florida, right? And then Montreal after. Or was it the other way around? Yeah, I've got his uh, log here. So, yeah, Florida, where he did the GM slash head coach thing for uh, two years. And then he goes to Montreal and then he's off to Pittsburgh. 
Yeah. So with that, man, what what a wealth of experience. Uh, Pilsy, who, who would, all jokes aside, is there any other senators you want to bring in at this point? Because like they're, they're doing such a great job, I think, of bridging the gap between, you know, Cyril Leader coming back into the fold, Daniel Alfredson coming back into the fold. I know some of the other alumni had already been in the organization, Wade Redden, Chris Phillips, Chris Neal, but they're really kind of bringing, you know, the, the glory years. And we, we joked it was R&D, right? what Michael Anlauer said, rip off and duplicate. Well, they're trying to duplicate the best years the Senators had (laughs) in the regular season as Jacques Martin coached the Sens to their only President's Trophy win back in 2003. So uh, what's old is new again, but Jacques Martin isn't some guy who woke up from a 20-year nap and he's like, oh yeah, let's coach again. As we mentioned, this guy's got two Stanley Cups as an, an associate coach with the Pittsburgh Penguins 2016 and 2017 and was uh, with that great Rangers team in 2021 as well. So uh, lots of fun ahead, I think. But if you're DJ Smith, what kind of uh, what kind of reaction would you have to this news? Like, do you feel like it's you know, just another knock at the door being like, hey, we're right outside. Come out, come out wherever you are and, uh, and, and you know, face the music. Or do you really think that he's the kind of guy that, you know, doesn't have that ego and, and appreciates as much help as he can get? Ross, I feel like you'd be you'd be trying to cover it up or lie to yourself if you didn't say he felt a bit of both ways, right? Like, I think... Part of DJ Smith is probably looking at this and looking, well, Pierre Dorian, he wanted some help. They bring Steve Steos in, and Pierre Dorian's not around anymore. Uh, I, but that, I, that's a bit of accountability, though, right? Def, definitely. But, I mean, just if you're looking at patterns here and how this ownership is going about things, right? And then DJ, obviously things aren't going the way they want. Uh, ben Sexton is brought up from uh, Belleville. Daniel Alfredson is brought into the fold and now Jacques Martin. So he's got to be sitting there being like, okay, I need some help. I'm getting help. I appreciate this. But at the same time, maybe this is a bit of uh, foreshadowing that I'm not, I'm not the guy in this new ownership, this new uh, president of hockey operations eyes. And that's okay. Cause right now, if you're DJ Smith, you got to be focused on, on what's happening right now. You can't too, look too far in the future, but a small part of him, I bet, is like, I need all the help that I can get so I can bolster my resume for the upcoming <laughs> upcoming offseason. Because I, I just I don't think it's rude to say. I think it's clear that this regime is going to try to slowly put their own people in place here, as they should, as they should. So I think if you're DJ Smith, part of you is like, this is great. I'm getting a, a coach with a lot of experience, but also I can kind of see what's going on here. How many career games do you think that Jacques Martin has coached as a head coach in the National Hockey League? Oof. That, uh, that I don't know. I'm looking at his uh, Ottawa Senators um, record here, but I don't. Dude. Oh, yeah. No, no, no. Actually, I have it here. I have it here. Well, that's not the point of trivia. Sorry. Sorry. <laughs> it's not. It's not hide and seek. It's trivia. It's what you know off the top of your head. But for those, I think I've given enough time. If you're in the car trying to trying to take a guess, twelve hundred and ninety four National Hockey League games under his belt. He won the Jack Adams Award in 1999, yep. the President's Trophy with the Ottawa Senators in 2003, 
and he will certainly be a great mentor to lean on for DJ Smith. And hey, you know what I'm going to do for the next little while here too, Pilsy, is Jacques Martin over the last about month, month and a half has been doing a weekly segment on TSN 1200, much like I did with uh, Pierre Maguire. I went back and listened to a few of those to try to get a sense of what they're going to try to implement with this group, right? Because they were talking more freely as an analyst about the team, but they would obviously be giving insight into what they would do given the circumstances of being involved. So I'm, I'm going to go back and listen, and the TSN 1200 audio vault's always good for that, and keeping the old interviews there. So I, I'm excited to do that, and uh, over the next couple of weeks, I'll share that insight, uh, what I learned from going back through that. But Pelzi, as we mentioned, and what a throwback for those long-term listeners of the show, in the heart of enemy territory, downtown Toronto. Been a while since I've been here. It's just a quick stopover because I'm coming home. I'm coming home. Sends Leafs tomorrow night. I will be boots on the ground. Glebe Central Pub. Go get your tickets for the shuttle. We are going to have an absolute time. I think I'm going to aim to get to the GCP around 3.34. Get there early. I want to make sure that I'm getting dinner there. I want to support the best place in the Glebe. Make sure that I'm supporting them. So we'll be getting there early. The uh, The liquids will be flowing. The wings will be out. We're going to be going to the game and then coming back to the Glebe Central Pub after. We'll be on the shuttle as well. So go get your tickets. GlebeCentralPub.com slash send shuttle. We need to outnumber the blue. We need to outnumber the blue. It's that simple. In the rink, maybe not. But at the Glebe Central Pub, come on. We have to do it. So, Pilsy, we're, we're missing you this trip, and I just want to say that our record is put on hold because you and I have both seen some brutal losses separately. So I'm not guaranteeing anything. I'm, I'm riding solo. Got My high school boys are coming to the game with me. We're going to have a blast, but we're going to miss you, Pils. We'll, we'll, we'll have a time in the new year where we'll come back and we'll get that streak 12-0-1 right now, and we'll push that forward. Yeah, absolutely. I'm sad I couldn't make it. But Ross, you're going to be eating chicken wings. I got to be providing those chicken wings for you. I got chickens coming to the barn that day, so I can't make it, unfortunately. But yeah, it's going to be an absolute time. You were able to make it to the postcast last night. I wasn't. So I have thoughts on a 6-2 Sens win over the New York Rangers. That's next. You're listening to Locked On Senators. Today's episode is brought to you by our friends over at FanDuel. Guys, FanDuel is the official sportsbook of the Locked On Podcast Network, and it's North America's number one sportsbook. Why would you go anywhere else? And right now, new customers in the U.S. can get $150 in bonus bets with any $5 money line bet. That's uh, $150 if your team wins. If you've been thinking about joining FanDuel, there's no better time to get in on the action. I love FanDuel because the app is so easy to use. Some of these other apps are complicated. You don't even know how to get your bet in, how to read the lines. None of that with FanDuel. It's safe, simple, and secure. You can bet on so many fun things like spreads, player props, hit that Brady shots, the Brady shots. That one's been automatically uh, recently. The over-unders, the Sens are scoring more goals than ever and more. You can find all that on FanDuel. And it's not just hockey. Bet on the NFL, bet on basketball. Uh, where Shohei Otani going to end up? Get your future Toronto. bets. Let's hope so. Heart of enemy territory for Shohei. And there's so many more things that you can bet on. So visit FanDuel.com slash locked on and get started today. FanDuel, official partner of the NFL. 
Today's episode is also brought to you by Game Time. Not sure if you could hear that siren in the background. That means I'm back in Toronto. Oh, it brings back some nightmares, but it's also potentially because I stole my tickets to the game tomorrow, sends lease because I went to Game Time. Game Time is the place to go with the Game Time guarantee lowest tickets. If you find the same tickets in the same section and row for less, Game Time is going to get you 110% of the difference. And after, like, think about it like this. How hard is it for a Sens Leafs game to get six tickets in a row? Whoa. That's what I was able to pull off at game time. And because I'm a listener of Locked On NHL, I got $20 off just by using the promo code Locked On NHL. So make sure you use that as well. Locked On NHL gives you $20 off your first ticket purchase, last minute tickets, lowest prices. And what's also really cool about the game time app is they have photos from your seats. So when you're buying your tickets, you know exactly where to go. I'll be in section 318 for tomorrow's game. Can't wait to be there. It's going to be an absolute blast. Make sure you say hi if you see me. And let me know, too, if you get your tickets on game time. Because game time is the place to go. It's the official ticketing partner of the Locked On Podcast Network. It's last-minute tickets at the lowest prices. And it's guaranteed. All right, Pilsy, here we go. Another win for the Ottawa Senators. Two's good, but three's a streak, and we want that to be the case. Tomorrow night, we'll be joined by Al's brother, Mike DiStefano from Lockdown League. Hoping to have that tomorrow as I sit on his couch here doing today's episode, but we're going to bring that to you tomorrow for Locked On Senators. It's going to be a great game night for the Sens and Leafs. The Leafs, man, they're struggling, but we'll get to that preview tomorrow because the Rangers, they weren't struggling. The Rangers were on a roll, especially on the road. They're playing really good hockey, but the Senators scored first in Pilsy. Lock of the century. Nice call, brother. Vladimir Tarasenko comes out, and not only does he score, he scores a couple beauties. And gets an assist as well. Like It was just a great night for Vladimir Tarasenko. You got to love that. And Brady Kachuk does what Brady Kachuk does. If he scores one goal, you know he's scoring another one. He's tied for the lead in multi-goal games with six 12 goals total. He only scores two goals. That's all he does. Brady to Chuck. As uh, one of our uh, listeners on Twitter tweeted at us, so you, that's a good one. You love that, um, and the Senators roll all the way to a six-two win. Ross, this was just an absolutely entertaining game. Like you could have been um, a fan with no skin in the game. You don't like the Sens, you don't like the Rangers, and you could have put this one on the television, and you would have had an absolute blast. A great game to watch on a Tuesday night. Oh, the second period in particular. We want to give a shout out. The Sens hugging. The Sens Central Citizen out in Vancouver uh, had that Brady to Chuck. Very clever. Also, it's almost Vladimir Tarasenko because Vladimir Tarasenko hadn't had a goal in 13 games. But Mm -hmm. this season, that was his sixth multi-point game. So if he gets one, he's going to get two points as well. It was it was cookie night for the Ottawa Senators, which is impressive to say when it was up against Igor Shosturkin. And the New York Rangers, like that, that was an impressive victory. Ottawa got up two to nothing in this game. Then I was so nervous when they gave up that power play goal at the start of the second period. 39 seconds in, I was like, oh no, here we go. But then Vladdy's second of the game, making it 3 1. 
And, oh, Pilsy, you know I'm already mad about this. As they're announcing that Tarasenko goal, Keandre Miller makes it 3-2. I hate that. It's such a momentum killer when it took so long to earn it. But, Pilsy, the best goal, I think, in that game was Drake Batherson's because Vladimir Tarasenko was not shooting that puck to score. He was shooting that puck for one purpose, to put it right on Drake Batherson's tape. That is the veteran leadership that you get from a guy with as much experience as Tarasenko. Yeah, that's as he was streaking down that wing, Ross, I was yelling at the TV, low shot, low shot, and he gets it, and Batheson banks it in. Easy goal right there. Speaking of veteran leadership, he was my uh, first Sen Central standout on the postcast. Claude Giroux had a Claude Giroux game, a goal and an assist. Uh, on the fifth goal, he's the one that sets up that whole play. He's a pass away from getting a secondary assist, though, so it doesn't score, show up in the score sheet. And then... As Claude Giroux does, 70% in the face-off dot up against the NHL's best face-off team. Not a big deal. So it was great to see Claude back in uh, his usual form there. So impressive. And with NHL players right now, active players, Claude Giroux is eighth among active players. You could almost say seventh because Nicholas Backstrom hasn't retired, but he's he's not going to play again. Um, so right there, and I, I love how close these two are, and, and Giroux's played like 100 less games, but I keep using them as comparables, and that's Joe Pavelski. So th- those are the two you know guys that are right by each other here. The only players with more points than Claude Giroux right now, active in the National Hockey League, Joe Pavelski, Steven Stamkos, Anze Kopitar, Evgeny Malkin, Alexander Ovechkin, and Sidney Crosby. That's the elite company that Claude Giroux finds himself in, and I cannot wait to see what's next for him because every day it's something new with Claude Giroux, and uh, you know the wraparound goal was a nice touch uh, for him yesterday. And also with that two-point performance, Claude Giroux is now 90th all-time in points. That's not... That's not 90th, uh, you know, among active players. That's 90th all-time in National Hockey League points. That's uh, tied with Rod Gilbert. Uh, next up is Brian Bellows and Patrick Eliash for him as he cl- continues to climb and has no signs of slowing down, Pilsy. This guy is just so smooth out there and uh, just a great game. And that's what you need, man. You need your vets to come through in certain games. And last night was Tarasenko. It was Claude Giroux, but also... Can we tip our hat for a second? Like Brady Kachuk against the New York Rangers. Like that must be one of his favorite teams to play. Yeah, he gets up for those games. That's for sure. Yeah, with the two goals. And then he had that big hit in the corner. And this is a game where you had all the talent on the Ottawa Senators kind of playing up to their standards. Like I even thought this was a better game for Josh Norris that he's had in quite some time. Tim Stutzler had a nice game as well. Uh, Artem Zub. I thought had a great game. He was one of my Sun Central standouts. So this, these are the kinds of performances that this team is going to have to have, especially at home, if they want to have success in a very compact, difficult schedule. Against the New York Rangers in Brady Kachuk's career, he has seven goals and 15 points in 13 games. So not bad at all for the captain. 57 shots on goal in 13 games. Super Ooh. impressive there. He had eight last night. Tying Alexi Ashen for the most eight-plus shot games in franchise history. That was the uh, 21st time that Brady Kachuk has wow. had eight or more shots in a game. Eight or more shots, and Alexi Ashen played what? How many games at the Ottawa Senators? I ask facetiously, but I, I'm actually now curious about that. But either way, let's put it this way, that he certainly did it in less games. <laughs> 
Yeah, I, I would have to guess it's less games. Yeah. Oh, you don't want to do your trivia thing where you just find the answer and then tell me? Well, in my defense, Ross, you asked me if I knew, and I was saying I'm looking at it right now. So you asked <laughs> me if I knew. I'm telling you, I, I'm looking at it. I do know. <laughs> oh, I love it. I love it. All right, Kate, um, any final thoughts on that that game? Because then we'll turn our attention to, you know, the nervousness. And and DJ Smith did just talk to the media as we're going on here. Still no update on Thomas Shabbat. Yeah. They should know better by tomorrow. I'm feeling, anyway, I'll share how I'm feeling after the break. But any final thoughts on last night's win and how can they carry this momentum into the first time they're hosting Toronto? They obviously beat the Leafs in Toronto, but how they're going to play against Toronto tomorrow night at the CTC. Well, we've we've covered the game, so I'll uh, I'll stick on to your last point there. How are they going to continue this on, Ross? Can I just say one more thing? And I'm so glad you brought it up at the end of the postcast, but we need to do it again. Artem Zub is the cutest player on the team. Go, <laughs> going to the penalty box after he drew a penalty, and then the cheeky little smirk the whole way back. That was that was an all time moment. I almost yeah. needed like the the you remember the World Junior music that they played when Corey Perry had that long walk of shame when he got kicked out of the outdoor game. Yeah, we yeah. needed some, we needed some background music to uh, Artem or- Zub going in there. I feel like the perfect music for that, Ross, is the Curb Your Enthusiasm. So funny. That was great. Okay, how are they going to carry this momentum into Toronto? And uh, without Thomas Shabbat again, you like how they split up the 3D pairs? Because as it looked, was Branch from Zub on the bottom pair, but Zub ends up playing the most minutes on the back end. Yeah, team high uh, in minutes for Zub. That really surprised me. I didn't like how it looked on paper, Ross, but I, I've been saying it all along. Like, maybe that's not how I would have drawn it up uh, specifically, but I've been saying it. Let's get this decor set up in a way that you can roll all three pairs a little more consistently. And even though it's not how I would have drawn it up, they're able to do that. So, I, you know what? I would just stick to that same decor, same pairings. Uh, how they're going to bring this momentum into the game up against the Leafs we're going back to Forzy. Give Forzy a third straight start here. I mean, ha- coming off a shutout, only allows two goals up against the best team in the NHL. Uh, 35 shots, two goals, 33 saves, math guy. Why would you take him out? Let him let him play another game. And then even if he has a great game up against the Leafs, uh, Ross, I would then put Corpus Allo in up against the Red Wings because you, you got to keep him a little bit fresh here. But I'm rolling Forzy on Thursday night, absolutely. Well, I'd love that because Forsberg obviously got the the great win a couple of years ago in the home opener against Toronto and his career against the Leafs got a 9-11 save percentage in eight games. So I wouldn't hate that, Pilsy, at all. I think it's winning you're in and it also sends the message to the players, right? That, hey, if you earn more, more ice time, more starts, you're going to get it here in Ottawa. Okay, on the other side, thoughts on Thomas Shabbat. Another thought on DJ Smith's pre our presser right now we'll get to all that this is locked on senators today's episode is brought to you by our friends over at indeed ross i'm sure the last week or so stevie steos was on his computer on indeed.com how can we get ourselves a senior advisor to the coaching staff that lives in the area has already worked for the team and is bilingual we need a proper candidate that matches our job needs And using Indeed, I'm sure, I assume, 
they found Jacques Martin. Indeed is the hiring platform where you can attract, interview, and hire all in one place. Don't spend hours on multiple sites. You don't want to have 30 different tabs up like Ross does uh, during an episode. Your computer's going to crash. Do it all on one tab, Ross. It's so much easier. And the place to do it is Indeed. Do you hate waiting? Well, Indeed US data shows over 80% of Indeed employers find quality candidates whose resume on Indeed matches their job description the moment they sponsor a job. With Instant Match, as soon as you sponsor a post, you get a short list of candidates whose quality resumes match your job description. You can apply, invite them to apply, sorry, right away. Indeed does the hard work for you. Join over 3 million businesses worldwide using Indeed to hire great talent fast. Indeed knows when you're growing your own business, you have to make every dollar count. That's why with Indeed, you only pay for quality applicants that match your must-have job requirements. Visit Indeed.com slash locked on to start hiring now. Just go to Indeed.com slash locked on, Indeed.com slash locked on. Terms and conditions apply. Cost per application pricing not available for everyone. Need to hire? You need Indeed. For the record, I have 16 tabs open on my laptop right now. <laughs> Today's episode is also brought to you by Shawarma Palace. Let me tell you about my happy place. It's Shawarma Palace. You already know that. I am salivating because in a matter of hours, I will be landing in the nation's capital. While you're listening to this, I'm taking my first bite into a delicious shawarma wrap i'm saving the platter for after the game tomorrow pilsy what i like to do is after the glebe central pub drops me off after i have a few uh drinks at the pub have a good time throw some darts i order on uber eats and i make it so that the shawarma palace gets to my door as i get home it's a race of all races and then you wake up have the leftovers just make sure you're not kissing your wife or 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 your partner at that point because it's all garlic all the time but it is so delicious at shawarma palace it started with one shop in 1997 and now it's grown to seven huge supporters of the ottawa senators great people at shawarma palace so make sure you go visit one of shawarma palace's seven locations in ottawa today and also they're available on uber eats so go eat like a royal today go eat at Shawarma Palace. All right, Pilsy. As I mentioned, DJ Smith speaking to the media right now, saying that Steve Steos approached him with the idea to bring Jacques Martin on, and he said, wow, what an opportunity to get a guy with that much experience coming to talk to. Now, what's he going to say? Oh, I feel like he's stepping on my toes. (sighs) No, he's not going to say that, okay? But at the same time, he should be leaning on Jacques Martin. Experience can't be taught, has to be earned, and that's the case here. So good on DJ Smith for at least openly in the public, and I don't have any reason to believe he wouldn't honestly feel this way, is that he wants to have as much people around him, as many people around him, to have as much success as possible. So that's one note from DJ Smith. Another note from DJ Smith is that... We don't know about Thomas Shabbat. Now, the longer this waits, the worse I feel about it. Is that kind of where you're at? Where it's like, hey, we're going to run as many tests as we can until somebody tells me it, it might not be worst case. Not a doctor, by the way. Yeah, uh, neither of us doctors on the show. But yeah, this does seem like a situation where they're trying to get a proper look at it. If it wasn't serious, I think they would have been uh, satisfied with the first or second look at it and being able to diagnose it. But 
I don't know, Ross. I, I don't have a good feeling about this one. I think uh, we're looking at a week-to-week situation here. Well, the good news is Matt Nickel, who runs the sports science department, is by all accounts best in the business. I know an MRI, is, an MRI is an MRI. You're not going to be able to like, oh, a better doctor is going to get you a better result. Like, It's either torn, it's either you know broken, or whatever the case may be. Uh, you're not able to you know massage that out, but the good news is they're in good hands here as they continue their recovery. So um, as, as awful as it is, if Thomas Shabbat is out of the lineup for a long extended period of time, we know he will not play against Toronto, which is unfortunate because I feel like yeah. he always plays well against the Toronto Maple Leafs. But the way that this decor shakes out with Branstrom and Zub together with Chikrin and Hammond, Chikrin, that was his best defensive game in a long time. And not only for the one play where he saved a uh, complete goal. There was no chance that was going anywhere but in the net. And he was able to just swat it out and not cover his yes. hand with the puck very key not giving up a penalty shot there and then sanderson is is just the guy back there right he looked great and and jbd i i still think looks steady and steady every game he's out there yep uh there's honestly there's not a single player last night ross that i I think had a bad game even zach McEwen in his two and a half minutes of ice time didn't screw anything up (laughs) say something nice about zach McEwen. Yeah, well, that'll be a new segment on on the show on Locked On Senators. And I'm looking over at Mike DiStefano. You guys can steal this if you want to. New segment alert on Locked On Sens. Say something nice about Zach McEwen every time he plays. Um, what was it? What was nice about him last night? Uh, he, he, he didn't screw up anything in his two and a half minutes. Oh, very good, very good. Two and a half minutes of ice time for Zach McEwen in last night's game. But uh, could we see him and Reeves go toe to toe at center ice tomorrow at uh, at the Canadian Tire Center? I hope not. Yeah, exactly. There you go. We're really excited for that game tomorrow night at the Canadian Tire Center. I will be boots on the ground. If you see me, say hi. Would love to chat with everyone. There's a very good chance I will be rocking the Ottawa Fire Helmet. Yes. So stay tuned for that. But uh, I, I just don't want, I don't want Lee fans to get after me if uh, if it case. Hey, at least I'll be with 10,000 of my best friends. And you'll have a helmet on. What are they going to do? Yeah, very fair. Give me some final thoughts on today's show, Pills. Ross, final thoughts for me. I got a couple that I want to plug in here. The Ottawa Senators now have the two longest-serving head coaches for the franchise in the organization now. You love that. Jacques Martin and DJ Smith. Wow. Okay, that was one. Second, stick taps in order. World Junior roster for Sweden announced. Oscar Pistol Pete Pedersen and Kevin Riedler are officially on the team. So it's always nice when you have some Sens prospects mixed into the World Juniors. So congrats to those two lads. And not only that, yesterday, right when we finished recording, Team Canada announced its preliminary roster and Jorian Donovan is in the mix. So hopefully we get to see some more Senators content at the World Juniors. Nobody from Team USA. We didn't really expect there to be, but uh, that's an official statement now. And Pelzi, you mentioned that the two longest-serving head coaches in Senators history are now on the staff. 692 games plus 69 playoff games for Jacques Martin and 311 games plus... uh, How many playoff games? Uh... Zero losses in the playoffs. True. Also zero games. But uh, are you saying that Paul McLean should be hired next and then Rick Bonus after that? Heck, get Guy Boucher back in the mix. 
<laughs> I mean, uh, yeah, it would be nice to snag Guy Boucher uh, away from the Toronto Maple Leafs. That that's for sure. But uh, we'll we'll stick with we'll be happy with Jacques Martin right now, Ross. So, so three of the five longest tenured head coaches in Sens history will be in the building tomorrow as Guy Boucher is an assistant with the Toronto Maple Leafs. Yes. Uh, with Rick Bonus, awesome guy. I got to cover him yep. the last three games. Uh, just while I'm on this, this is my final thoughts. Oh my goodness, the Senators were bad as an expansion team. Yeah, this, dude. This poor guy. 235 games. Rick Bonus coach, the Ottawa Senators. Guess how many wins? Mikey, I want to guess from you too. 235 games. Rick Bonus coach, the Ottawa Senators expansion. How many wins? Out of 235 games. Pilsy, your guess? 75. 39 wins. Oh, <laughs> 39 wins, 178 losses, and 18 ties. Oh, man. I mean, they these uh, these expansion teams in Seattle and uh, Vegas, they don't know how good they had it, honestly. I mean, Rick Bonus could tell them. My goodness. A 204 points percentage here, uh, which is second worst is in, in uh, franchise history. I've already mentioned Dave Allison once on this podcast. Yeah. 222 and one for five standings points Ooh. in 25 games. Really amazing stuff. And he took over for Rick Bonus. So I uh, guess that's why they brought in Mr. Systems. I know we called Guy Boucher the system. And what he did, we got. We need a clever name for Jacques Martin in his role. I, I'm going to leave that up to the citizens. I want comments in the chat here. What is Jacques Martin? What can his his name be? Let's let's get something some mystique around Jacques Martin's role here with the Ottawa Senators. But for today, we say goodbye. We'll have a great show for you again tomorrow with Mike DeStefano from Locked On Maple Leafs joining us to help preview the Battle of Ontario, second Battle of Ontario this season. How'd the first one go? Sends well. Sends yeah. win. So hopefully they can do that again tomorrow. I will be boots on the ground. Again, make sure to say hi if you see me. Always love being able to shoot the breeze with all the great citizens and Senators fans out there. Before I let you go, Pilsy, though, one final, final thought. Thoughts on Mark Mathot's suit last night? <laughs> I mean, yeah, Math. The, the best part about it is he knows it's terrible. Like, if he's strutting in there thinking, ooh, I got the latest fashion. I, I got it going on here, but he calls it a picnic table uh, himself and uh, he has some fun with it. So, so that's he, good. He also brought the cheese as well. As, uh, that was one a very cheesy uh, combo with the tie, the pattern on pattern. I don't know. I don't know who's to blame. Maybe, maybe he's letting his kids dress him. And if yeah. that's the case, I'll forgive it. Ross, I, you and I are not exactly fashion guys. Uh, we've been known to, uh, well, I've been known, I should say, I'll speak for myself, my bad. Uh, I haven't had the best matching outfits myself, so I'm going to let uh, Meth have a pass on that one. But, hey, as long as he's feeling good and he brought the heat last night, I don't care what he's wearing. He certainly did bring the heat, and he had a very memeable moment as well there, getting the flex out uh, on camera. So with that, we'll we'll pass it on to tomorrow. Hope everybody has a great rest of their Wednesday. I'm heading to Ottawa. I'm heading to Shawarma Palace, nice. and then tomorrow at the Glebe Central Pub. Tickets still available for the shuttle. Join us. It's going to be a rowdy one. Cannot wait to be a part of it. The shuttle, by the way, leaves an hour and 15 minutes before puck drop. For today, we say goodbye from the heart of enemy territory, downtown Toronto, and uh, Pillsy up in the Blue Mountains. For Brandon Piller, 
I'm Ross Levitan. This has been the Locked On Senators Podcast, your team every day.